really quick before we get into the previously on. Um, the artist formerly known as Allie is actually using the name Elliot now and he, him pronouns. I should say now and forevermore unless he decides otherwise. To address this, I am going to be editing out his previous name and pronouns every single time I catch them in the current recordings because we've recorded so far in advance. So if it sounds a little weird and hanky, that's why. Thank you for your understanding, and now on to the show. I'll be honest, I need to sit down to take in everything that's happened recently. After all, it's not every day that you learn that your friend's dad came from a magic kingdom and was a child soldier, who proceeded to end a massive war, have a whole other life, and was presumed dead before getting teleported to our world. And if I need a nap after just saying that, I can't imagine how Sam feels. Good thing we've got each other, right? God bless Eden, is all I'm saying. Now to figure out our next move, because while this is a delightful adventure, I do want to get back home. wanted to do a little bit of table talk before uh, we totally jump in. Okay, hold on. What? Before you table talk. Hey, howdy ho, teenagers. My name is Ryan, and I am your dungeon master. I use she, her pronouns, Mads. I'm Mads. I use they, them pronouns, and I play Ark. Quill? Hi, my name is Quill. I use they, them pronouns, and I play Jack. Dory? Hi, I'm Dory. She, her. Uh, I play Eden. Elliot. Hi. Elliot. Uh, I play Sam. I go by he, him, and potato. Now you may table talk. Yay, starch. The the only thing I wanted to table talk about is I wanted to be sure that we established correctly who knows what, because we did quite a few vignettes at the end of the last episode um, of like characters being one-on-one time. Um, so I read back over the notes um, to try to see if I can piece it together. Um, so everybody was present for the conversation with um, Prince Hiroshi, yes, the Hiroshi, middle prince. Not Daichi, Hiroshi. We haven't appa- apparently. There's another one met m- named Daichi who we haven't met yet. He's the eldest and he's cranky. It's gonna be good. I will um, make him my friend. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So we were all there for that, and then Ark had a little bit of a conversation with just Eden and Jack before leaving. Eden found stuff out and told Sam about it. Jack found stuff out and told Sam about it. And then Sam gave Jack permission to tell the others what he had found out. But that hasn't happened yet, strictly speaking. Um, also, Ark knows Jack's shit because he's been gone. Well, yeah, he there's... went for a walk. Oh, yes. Um, the other thing that... Elliot. Lee and I did a little bit of DMing, um, as in direct messaging, behind the scenes um, to try to figure out who knew what. And uh, it wasn't... Elliot. You had said that it wasn't a secret what happened with Sam's parents. So it's very likely that both Jack and Eden know at least a little bit of the details of what happened and how it happened. Uh, But because Ark's a transfer student, he doesn't know. Yeah, no, they they definitely would have an idea of what happened and, like, how they passed away in, like, a general sense. They wouldn't know all of the details, but you are 
correct, my friend. Okay. <sighs> Sorry. I'm having a hard time being sequestered in the bedroom. Comfort-wise. Dipper. Oh, did go. I hear a boof? You did. <gasps> Was that a boof? A boof yes. boof? The boof's upset because... Oh, Dipper. Yeah, if I had him in here, we all you would hear is... And we wouldn't get anything done because even just the mention of moving, mm -hmm. we all immediately got derailed. Yep. <laughs> um, Sorry. Yeah. No, no, that's not. No, that's we not love your dog and we love you. <laughs> okay. Okay. For serious, for we real. We love you, DM. I love you all. For reals, for serious. Oh, we're off to a great start, folks. Let's get going. We're starting with Ark because Ark is the only one that we did not get closure with I guess I don't know if that's the right word but Ark ran off on his own Z's Ark where are you going okay so as I have at least obliquely referenced a couple of times um, Ark especially back home has a tendency to go off on his own um, and I think I mentioned uh, the last in the last recording. Here in Fantasyland, he can't get up to his usual bullshit. His usual bullshit is finding abandoned buildings to break into and explore, or uh, going to a local junkyard to smash the shit out of things that people don't want anymore. Um, so there is a lack of junk junkyard here at Windmere for you. Uh, yeah. yeah, I would guess. <laughs> So, honestly, um, I think what he intended was to just end up walking around the grounds. But I I personally think it's, it's much more likely that he just keeps walking um, and takes himself uh, to the coast. Uh, whether or not he really intends it, I think that's what would inevitably happen. Um, that he would just kind of keep going. Uh, going till he can't go. That is, that's my boy. <laughs> okay. So, do you think he ends up on, like, coastline with Sandy Beach, or is he at the docks? Uh, will you remind me on our Roll20 map here where um, the castle is? Uh, the castle is in Zone 4. Oh, that's the like, gold roofs here? Yeah. Okay. The middle north-ish. Okay. So, um, I think he would probably, and this was the barracks, right? Over here? Yes, correct. Okay. So, because that's the way that they had gone before, I think he might kind of head in that general direction. I, but again, he's not like going anywhere purposefully. Um, so I guess I would leave it up to you, uh, whether I was picturing him just sort of getting getting to either a, a, a beach would be ideal but um he would mostly just sort of try to avoid crowded thoroughfares because the point of this is to burn off steam and hopefully not be just totally observed all the time okay uh we'll say that he starts heading south towards the barracks because he knows where those are and part way there he veers west to end up on the shoreline uh, I think that will reach the purpose that you have for this venture. Um, 
So you don't quite go far enough southwest to go to the barracks. You're just a little north of there. Yeah. Um, you'd have to cross water to get to the barracks. You have not done that. There are some buildings that are on the edge of the beach, um, but the beach itself is not really built on, and for good reason. It is not a stable place for any foundation. You do see north of you where the ports are. Um, it's getting closer to evening, so that area is maybe not as busy as it could be. feel like they probably try to get their their stock unloaded during the day. And I think you also can catch a bit of a whiff of the paper mill um, with the sea air. Honestly, I think he just <laughs> kicks around there for a while. He, uh, I think honestly walking that far in and of itself helped some. So he's just going to kick around and probably, I don't know, throw some rocks, skip some stones. Okay. Um, he's not going to probably stay there for too long because once it starts getting dark, because this is an unfamiliar city, um, he would start heading back. But um, I don't really think anything is going to happen um, unless you want something to happen. But well, let's find out. Oh, boy. After you're there for like maybe an hour... Um, somebody does run up to you and says, Hey, boy, do you want pay? Depends. We're short on hands on the paper mill. We'll pay you double. Sorry. <laughs> he's just, I just got like the, the most <laughs> he's just blinking. Outlook. He's just blinking like, what? <laughs> I should be heading back to the palace, actually. Oh. Thanks. Sorry to bother you, sir. And he goes back from whence he came. So no extra money no. for Ark. No. <laughs> he, yeah. That's fine. Uh, so <laughs> that's Ark's short foray away from y'all. We'll say that Ark starts coming back after Jack has given Sam all of the results of his research. Eden, um, were you up to anything in particular while Jack and Sam were talking that we need to address? Um, I think she went back to the library to read more. Okay. Um, or she went back and she spoke with the librarian. Uh, she was talking to Hestia. Didn't she? Uh, I don't remember. When she originally talked to Hestia is when she got the intel about there maybe being some unfinished business here. Ah, she came yes. and told Sam that. Gave Sam some space. Then Jack came and talked to Sam and was like, hey, I found all, all this stuff about your dad. Right, right. Um, and we kind of left, uh, Sam, Jack, and Charlotte in the same room. You could be coming back after giving Sam some space if you want. You could be doing something else. I'm just um, going to put Ark in this hallway next to the bedrooms. I think she's going to start wandering about the castle to try and give space, uh, and process, and then she might start wondering if there are ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Um, I will tell you that your ghost meter does not go off in this place the way that it did in the hospital. Fine. Um, I don't know if you want that to be your true meter for everything, but still. So, Eden, let's say you gave Sam a couple hours of space. It's getting later into the night. Maybe you're all thinking of bed or at least thinking of convening. Uh, we gonna check on check on Jack and Sam. That's yeah. Where I'm pushing. Well, yeah, yes. let's do that. We'll say Ark got in the hallway first. Eden and Ark, you want to chit chat for a minute before you go to check on Sam? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eden's like, oh yes, you're not getting out of this. <laughs> I think he uh, he just kind of has his hands in his pockets. She's going to give him a look. <laughs> Sorry. He hangs his head and scuffs his toe on the floor and is like, yes. Do I do I need to be worrying about you right now? Honestly, his expression sort of clears. He is, um, that is not what he expected. And he rubs the back of his neck with one hand and looks appropriately sheepish and is like, I'm, I'm okay. Do I need to give you a hug right now? <laughs> and he he just sort of laughs like a little breath of a laugh, and then he gets his hands out of his he gets his other hand out of his pocket, and he gives her a hug. Um, Yay! Because Eden he <laughs> Eden has all of these boys around her little finger, and she knows it. <laughs> <laughs> or does she? I don't know if she knows it. I mean, well, <laughs> but. I do think uh, after the hug, he's like, are you okay? I don't know yet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah. But I will be sure to let you know when I figure that out. Thanks, Eden. Did you have a good time wherever you went? Um, I feel better. Okay, that's all that I needed then. They, uh, somebody tried to get me to help at the paper mill. <laughs> She's gonna give him another look like the fuck? Yeah, he's, he is also smiling like he's very, he's very confused by this. He's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, uh, I said I should be getting back to the, to the castle. <laughs> I'm sure that was a very gentle hint. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, you know me all subtlety. I am just so proud of you. People are trying to pick you up to make you work. <laughs> yeah, that means you look reliable. <laughs> I don't know about that, but maybe. Well, I know that Jack and Sam have been talking for a while, so and I gave them space, but I think it's time... To harass them now. <laughs> okay. You go to harass. You are now within harassing distance. Harass <laughs> away. Oh no. She's going to approach and look at Jack. Because she doesn't have Jack's info yet. No, but she's going to look at Jack. Because she's doing check-ins right now. She kind of knows where Sam's at. She had a conversation with Sam. Um, Eat, so now she has to check in check with in all mode. the boys. 
Yeah. Jack. Yes. Are you breathing? <laughs> How dare you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't have been so bad, but like I was holding my breath for some reason at that exact moment. <laughs> uh Jack very pointedly takes in a deep breath and lets it out. As he's letting it out, Charlotte tries to push a butter cookie in his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) And Jack takes the butter cookie out of his mouth. Thank you, Charlotte. I'll I'll, uh, save this for later, shall I? Jack? Yes? Do you need a hug? I'm good. For the moment, I think. Okay, fine. Sam. I mean, I, I was... I just... I, I might have found out some information that might have helped us out. With our... Particular situation at the moment. Then you get a hug anyway. Good job. And he, and he accepts the hug. Meanwhile, Charlotte's trying to shove butter cookies into Sam's mouth because he's the one that needs it most. <laughs> Sam is gladly taking them and she's going to his head or her head. She's <laughs> she's going to sit down next to Sam because Sam is the one she be gentle with right now. Gentler. Gentler. <laughs> Aggressively momming. And she's just going to hug him and not have to ask because there's no reason to ask. She knows. He is giving her the biggest hug back. Um, While they're hugging, Charlotte backs off because she's just like, Mom's got this. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah. Big, 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 big boat boy hugs. Now, it's time we all catch up, I think. Jack, you said you had info. I did. I went to the other library and I found this book. And then I rolled a really great history check. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nat 20. Oh, oh man. So good. So, Busted so my good. shop wide open. Well, I found out more about Sam's dad. And he then conveniently info dumps all that information on them. Yeah. To save time. Also yeah. to not make me go through it again because it's been two weeks. Nah, just do a blah, you're good. Yep. It's in the session notes. She said do a blah. <laughs> what? Oh, um. Just say blah. Just say blah. Just say blah. Come on. <laughs> blah. Thank you. I'm would, satisfied. Would we like a small recap here? Yeah. Yes, here, please. I have I have it pulled up if Ooh. you like. Mads can do it. Oh, that's right. We've got a Google Doc. We do have a Google Doc. Okay. Okay. I do want to ask, when you uh, named Sam's dad, did you did you intend on it being Juck or Juke? I originally intended on it being Juke, but we kept saying Juck, so now it's Juck for convenience sake. Are you sure? Yes, because I don't want to edit it out of the previous episode. Or we can yeah. just retcon it in audio and say that it is meant to be Juke. Okay, let's retcon okay. it. It's Juke. It's Juke. Juke. Yes. Juke. Uh so That's why they did the double U's. Yes. Uh and here is Oh, uh, so it has a glottal stop? 
No, I just put you in the name twice. J-U-U-K. Oh, okay. Yeah, that wouldn't be a glottal stop anyways. Sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt. Nope, no, it's all good. Juke. Okay. So. Juke um, the peace bringer. Yes. My summary here is that uh, he was a simple farm boy and was adopted. At 12, he was conscripted into the human army while the war was in full swing. <laughs> uh, he was the only survivor of his squadron because... Um, getting children to fight is a bad idea. Uh, the army used magic to bestow literacy on its younger recruits, granting him common and orcish. Uh, but he then learned Elvish on his own. That uh, Juke... Slight correction. What? The literacy spell... He already knew common and orcish. The literacy spell gave him the ability to read and write those lang languages. Y he yes. then learned Elvish and Halfling. Oh, and half. Okay. I'll add that. Um... In general, Juke was infatuated with the library and loved learning, and his curiosity drove him to discover the truth at age 16, approximately. At approximately 17, he snuck away from the human army to bring his discovery to the animal folk kingdom, but he collapsed when he arrived there. Uh, Swish the Kenku found Juke and nursed him back to health. Juke told uh, the princess, Golden Breeze, who corroborated his findings using the Animal Folk Kingdom's library, and then Golden Breeze and some of her soldiers accompanied Juke to the Orcish Kingdom, where Juke fought King Rune in trial by battle to prove that he was not a threat. And uh, let's see, then King Rune also did the same. He corroborated the findings uh, in that library, and it just went in a circle through all the kingdoms from there. Also found out that Juke was personally involved in the, in the negotiations that formed the Seven Kingdoms as we know them today. And this done, Juke finally returned home, only to find that his mother had passed away. After grieving her, he returned to, quote, fulfill his promise to Swish, and they became lovers. They retired to the farm Juke was raised on, and from there, Juke was presumed dead. That is what Jack found. Yes. Very good summary, my love. Thanks. So that is what Jack blaws on you two, who I'm, had not heard this information yet. I'm good at note-taking. Yeah. So, Ark Eden, what is your response to this information? Ark just listens. Same. She's she's a little busy hugging Sam. Yep. <laughs> Are we still hugging? Priorities. Yes. Okay. She cuddle. No, I'm chill with she, that. All she, the cuddles. She she cuddle and like pet his head. She big sister. Yeah, that boy needs cuddles. Okay. So she basically just cuddled him throughout Jack's entire story. Yes. Eden's very good, and I support her. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we stand a girl with a pink striped tote. Seriously. Uh, at the end of the blah, I think if there's a little bit of a a little bit of a quiet, Ark would just be like, "Well, what do we do now?" You guys don't have to stay here with me. If we can get that spell taken care of and you guys can go home, I understand if you want to go, but I need more information, and I think I'm going to go to the Elven Kingdom. I'm not I'm not leaving you. Good effort, though. <laughs> nice try. Uh, Eden said it best. Uh, you, you don't really think that we're uh, going to leave you here, do you? I guess I should have known better. <laughs> Squeezes him a little tighter. Oh, God. Charlotte is now petting the top of his head like, shush, child, we're all being together. <laughs> oh, God, even Charlotte's momming me. Okay. Charlotte is just doing what Eaton's doing in monkey form. Yep. Monkey see, monkey do. 
Yes. Are you calling me a monkey? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we're going to get there. I think we... It... What I was thinking of doing was going and talking to the prince or one of the kings and seeing if... Uh... Seeing if they'd have a way for us to get there. DM would like to remind you that Prince Hiroshi had told you that he could get you direct access to the Elvish uh, palace. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yes! I, and honestly, I, I do think uh, it would make sense. I mean, Sam has had a hard day, so um, he also could have forgotten that. Uh, but um, Ark would say, I think Hiroshi mentioned something. I'm sure we can talk to him. That's going to be my next step then. And if you guys want to join me, I'd, I'd love to have you. You guys are my family after all, and um, I love you. Oh, Sam. <laughs> so cute. Sam in the field. Quah, quah, quah. Yep. Yep. yep, yep, yep. <laughs> well, Sam deserves a turn after I posted the first <gasps> of the ARC birthday cards today. Oh, my God. Those cards. <laughs> Maz just stuck their tongue out at me. <sighs> Anyway, so that's your plan. You're going to talk to Hiroshi in the morning. It is evening time right now, but it is early evening. Do you want to do anything before bed? Um, can Sam go spend an hour or two at the training? You can thing? do that, yeah. Yeah, he, has, he needs to burn off some steam. He, he sad, angry boy. <laughs> yep. Mm -hmm. He need to punch something. <laughs> yep. Does anyone else have business to attend to this evening? Jack will probably go with him just because Jack also has some nervous energy to burn. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, Eden's going to go on a walk with Charlotte and just, like, walk down hallways holding her hand and, like... Keeping her from climbing on stuff. Yeah, and, and make <laughs> sure she gets out and, like, doesn't isn't cooped up in a room all day. Yeah. I think uh, Ark would either go with Eden and Charlotte, or he might snoop around the music room that Hiroshi mentioned. Oh yeah, that's on the third floor. Um, I put a variety of instruments in there on the map. Let's see. We don't have to do anything, and I don't think he really would. He just snoops. I just, I put in a trumpet, <laughs> and a harp, and a lute, and I, this is a recorder. So yeah. There are some instruments in there, if he wants to tool around in there. Eh. Otherwise, um, yes, you all do what you need to do that evening, and the next morning, you go to have breakfast. So you're all settling down for some breakfast. It's already laid out for you. Uh, Prince Koichi comes... Koichi. <laughs> God damn, I keep doing that. Prince Koichi comes to join you. Um, and having no idea what happened the night before, it says, Good morning! I trust you slept well. <laughs> Sam has bacon in his mouth. Judging by your blank faces, maybe you didn't sleep as well as I thought? We just, um, we happened to find out a lot of information that made it... We rested very comfortably, thank you. Just kept up by our own issues. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I slept like a rock after that training, and Jack is definitely feeling a little sore. Mm. Oh. After um, 
physical effort. I'm glad our barracks were useful to you. And then Prince Hiroshi comes in, and this is where it's going to be harder for me as a DM, because my voice acting, it's hard for me to do multiple voices. Bear with me, please. But Hiroshi comes in and says, Good morning. I hope you slept all right after the news you received last night. And Koichi looks at him like, you jerk. You could have filled me in. <laughs> you don't need to roll insight to see that. That is the face he's giving his brother. Brotherly betrayal. Um, <laughs> I think we all slept the best we could. Thank you, though. Of course. Do you have plans for the day, then? We haven't really talked about it. Yeah, um, I was I was thinking of maybe checking out the library again today, see if I could find any um any good books to read. But you did mention that um you might be able to help us with the Elven Kingdom. Yes, of course. Uh, I can get you direct passage through the slip to our borders. It would be implied and bordering on an act of war to go directly into their territory using the slip. But I can get you to the border and supply you with two horses and a carriage. That would be more than generous. Um, thank you very much. And do you happen to know if your library has any books on elven culture? I would hate to offend them. Oh, of course. Uh, we can definitely take a look into that. In fact, let me go looking for you while you solidify your plans. And Hiroshi leaves the room. Koichi, on the other hand, is perking up. And he says, you're going to the Elven Kingdom. Looks, looks to be like that's our current plan of attack for the moment. I hate to ask you to do me a personal favor. But you're going to? <laughs> oh, Ark is... Shit, Ark... Ark is smirking. Dang. Sorry. He is, he's smirking at him. Okay. <laughs> I happen to have a lover in the Elven Kingdom who is not exactly of my station. And it's my turn to send him this. And he takes a locket off from around his neck and holds it out. But, alas, it is not my turn to take documents to the Elven Kingdom. So if I were to go missing for a while, I would definitely be noticed. Perhaps you can take the papers on behalf of my eldest brother, Daichi, and take the locket along with you. I don't see why not. Yeah, we'd I think we can do that. We'd be... <laughs> <laughs> That's all, folks. I think we'd be more, to ha more than happy to help in this instance, since well, it's on our way and all. I would really appreciate that. And he hands over the locket to, uh, let's say, Sam, just because he's one of the closest people to him. Um, and he says, I'll get those papers from Daichi's room. And Ryan needs to find some information that he's going to give you. My document is so big. This is what happens when you over-prepare. <laughs> ah, here we go. Uh, his name is Karis. Karis Orlon, he works in the stables in the middle tier. We'll, make we'll sure be sure that he... Jinx, <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>! Sam. <laughs> Thank you. 
and he will make sure to get you those papers. Um, but he lets you to the rest of your breakfast, and he goes to find those papers from his brother's room and Before... make sure Daichi never leaves to do this. <laughs> Before he goes, uh, Ark would ask how how long uh before we would be able to take the slip do you know it shouldn't take hiroshi terribly wrong to prepare uh mostly he'll need to make sure that he supplies you with courses that aren't currently scheduled for anything else uh he'll take hmm and then he kind of examines charlotte for a minute i'm not exactly sure how he'll handle your construct miss eden I would. What do you mean? I personally can only take myself through the slip. My brother is more skilled than I, and he can take five other living creatures through the slip. But magically speaking, I don't know if Charlotte here is considered one living creature or multiple. I see. Hmm. Well, we'll leave that to Hiroshi to figure out. Let me go make sure that I get those papers before Daichi notices. And he bustles off. Leaving the four of you and the possibly multiple beings, at least one being Charlotte with you at the table. Aiden is just looking at her like, I'm not leaving her behind. This is my baby. Well, no, of course not. <laughs> we, we, uh, we could always, uh, Ask Hestia if she could check that for us, I guess. I imagine if Hiroshi's worried about it, we'll figure that out before we go through the thing. If you want to talk to Hestia, I was going to go to the library before we left. I can always talk to her for us if you need me to. Thank you. I might like that. Okay, so Sam wants to go talk to Hestia. Does anybody else have anything they would like to do at this particular moment? Jack's probably just going to pack up his stuff and kick around the castle. Okay. Ark would ask, uh, is there anything else that we want or need from town before we go? Or Ark, if it wouldn't be too much trouble, would you mind grabbing some more of those baked goods? Or one cake <laughs> short. Yeah, I can do that. Thank you. Oh, but we were gonna go to the. Oh. We were gonna check out the. Never mind. Jack has a new plan. Jack wants <laughs> to check out the suspiciously specifically named Puff Puff's Wish Gamble. Oh gosh. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> so we can do this one of two ways. Um, either we can do Sam's conversation with Hestia first, and then you all go to the Wish Gamble, or we can split the party. I'm fine if you guys want to split the party, but that's a, really up to everybody. I mean, technically Jack doesn't care either way, but Quill has some opinions. Okay, what's exactly. Quill's opinion? <laughs> We're gonna need all of the gold if we, if what items I think are going to be at Puff's Wish Gamble are actually at Puff's Wish Gamble. However, oh, I wonder what might be there. I know, it's such a mystery. Mm. <laughs> Ahem. So do you, 
do you want me to have the conversation with Hestia first? Because I was yes, also going to look for a, at least a book about elven culture so we don't offend them at the uh, library, too. Why don't we keep the party together? That way, when Hiroshi and Koichi are ready to get us on our merry way, they don't have to send folks looking for us hither and yon. Okay. We can go with you to the library. I would appreciate okay. that. Thank you. So you all head upstairs to where the library is. Why did you not let me paste all the people? You are a jerk. Okay, fine. I'll go get them from my images. Roll20 has really been fussy lately. You should have seen what a fight Ryan got into with it when we were playing with my cousins. Oh my god. <laughs> Sam, okay, you yeah. wanted to ask Hestia some questions. Um, when you oh, yeah. walk into the part of the library that she is in, it is, as Eden found it last night, a mess. There are mm -hmm. books everywhere. If Hestia had hair on her head, it would also be a mess. But she is a scaly girl and has scales on her head. So she's got that going for her, at least. Cool. Uh, Sam's going to just pick up a couple books here and there that are on the floor. and You start to do that? Fashion. And then she goes, no, no, no. It's, I swear there's an organization to this. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Okay, I'll put Thank it back. You. Um, uh... Hestia, I, I need to have a conversation with you. If you have a moment, um, I I have some questions. I know you're very busy and I don't want to bother you and ruin your Oh, work. no, not at all. Um, this work is for your benefit anyway. So any questions you have, I will be happy to answer. Thank you for all of your, your time and effort, really. Um, we are a little concerned about our, um, about our construct friend, uh, Charlotte, going through the slit. We were told that she might have a bit of a problem going through because she's multiple entities. Is there more information you can give us or a solution, maybe? That is um, an intriguing question. We're not leaving with that. Can I here. interject? Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. you can. Did we it. not go through the slip already with her? No. 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 Um, Koichi had taken Willa's dead body through the slip. She only died once. Yeah, so he had taken. But didn't he come back to bring us? Yes, but you traveled by carriage. Ah, uh, yeah, oh, that's right. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, well, you slept on me the whole yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I remember. I know. I interchanged. <laughs> I okay. spent time on all of your shoulders. Equal opportunity napping. Yeah. So good. <laughs> good. Good. But yes. Um. No, Koichi would not have been able to take you all through the slip. He's only skilled enough right now to take himself. But, yes. Uh, as he says, oh, that is an interesting question. Can I borrow Charlotte? That's not up to me. You need to talk to Eden over there. And be careful, because that construct, well, that's one of our best friends and her baby. Oh, of, of course. Uh, Miss Eden? And she looks around the doorway since the two sides of the library are separated by a hallway. Eden and Charlotte both poke their head around the door. I understand that you have questions about Charlotte and how she might go through the slip. May I borrow her for a moment? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, define borrow. If I could just hold her for a little while. I mean, you can try. 
Is that what Charlotte you says? Will... Yeah. <laughs> Charlotte will, or she'll walk Charlotte in by her hand and be like, Charlotte, go in. And then she'll, like, find a cookie and hand it to Hestia to be like, this will help. Okay. So <laughs> through means of cookie, they maneuver Charlotte into being held. Charlotte does kind of make this face like, weird, she's cold. Hestia just kind of, like, examines her really closely, and then she mumbles something that you don't quite catch. And then Charlotte glows, but Charlotte glows in one complete color. Um, we'll say it's a soft yellow, like a buttercup yellow. Like a butter cookie. Oh, like a butter cookie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. And Hestia nods, and she seems satisfied with this, and she dispels whatever she did. And hands Charlotte back to Eden, says, Charlotte is a single entity. It might have been more concerning if she, her creator had used multiple pieces of brain, but it appears that she used one cohesive brain to create Charlotte. Eden cuddles Charlotte. <laughs> Charlotte cuddles back, happy to be in warm arms again. Thank you so much for checking. I was... Um... We were not prepared to leave her behind and weren't going to. Worst case scenario, <laughs> Hiroshi would have needed to take two trips. That's all. Okay. Phew. Sorry, I didn't mean to give you guys a lot of concern about that. Because Eden is I very clearly if you like. Truly wanted to split us from Charlotte, you would have tried a lot harder. Yeah. Yeah. AKA not had insisted that she was in Eden's bag before you left. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um since since Eden has uh clearly breathed a sigh of relief, uh Ark just subtly puts his hand on her back and like rubs back and forth gently like it's okay. <laughs> Doesn't say anything, just just a little just a little tiny back rub. <laughs> Did you have any other questions for me? Um, actually I do. I know your library is very large and expansive and it might take us a lot longer if we did this on our own. Um, do you, can you point me in the section of, uh, elven culture or do you have a elven section of your library I can look at real quick? Oh, of course. Um, and she takes you across the hall to the other side of the library and okay. she points you in the right area and says, this should help you out. Uh... I would stick to these three mostly, and perhaps some of the ones to the right. Thank you, Hestia. I'll make sure to give those a look. Wonderful. Is there anything else I can help you with? Mm, not me, but maybe the others. Of course. And she goes to ask you if you have any questions for her. I think we can let you get back to your research without any more interruptions. Thank you so much for uh, helping reassure us that about Charlotte. Of course. Thank you. And she does indeed go back to her research. All right, Sam. So you're wanting cultural information. Yeah, just like etiquette. Um, yeah, like culture, history, anything that he can find that is like a do this, don't do that. Okay, roll intelligence for me. All right. First dice roll of the night. Woo! That is going to be a unnatural 20. Oh, dang. Nice. Um, I rolled a 19. Okay, so the, the most important thing is if 
you are talking to people who are above your station in a situation mm-hmm. where you might need to bow or curtsy to them, maintain eye contact. This is a big deal because not maintaining eye contact is a sign that you don't see them as a potential threat. Um, this is unfortunately a holdover from war. This was not the case before the Seven Kingdoms War, but is definitely the case now. If somebody above your station perceives that you aren't at least wary of them, they will take a lot of events mm-hmm. to that. Um, other than that, mind your P's and Q's and you'll probably be fine. Is there anything else y'all would like to do before heading over to Puff's Wish Gamble? Uh, nope. Mm-mm. No, I think we're good. Excellent. So, unlike Vilhurst, I did not make maps for all of the different areas of town because... No. Too what? much. <laughs> However, I did make you a brochure for Puff's Wish Gamble. It's so cute. Oh my gosh, that's so good. It's so cute. So this is the outside of the brochure. Let me know when you're ready for me to switch to the inside. Yeah. All right, here's Mm -hmm. the inside. And if that's hard for you to read, I can copy and paste it into the Roll20 chat. Since this is an audio medium, uh, would one of us like to read this out loud? Sure. And we'll just say that this brochure is like the one that is affixed to wood on the outside of the building. So you haven't actually gone in yet. About. I personally retrieve every wish on my shelves. These wishes were unwanted by those originally received them. As such, puffs cannot guarantee satisfaction with every purchase. However, the fun you should, you have should more than make up for the risk. Note, while Puffs does accept returns, we cannot provide refunds. <laughs> Next section is products, rescued wishes ranging from 25 gold to 205... T- uh. Wow. From 25 gold to 205,000 gold. Wish reveals for half the cost of the wish. Custom wishes at 250,000 gold. Raffle tickets... And then we have different pricing for different tickets. And uh, looks like we have a little uh, sting here. Quality wishes at your fingertips. <laughs> I, I worked really hard, can you tell? It's really cute. <laughs> it's adorable. Uh, you see this brochure affixed to a piece of wood on the outside of Puff's Wish Gamble. Uh, Puff's Wish Gamble is in a, uh, I don't want to say seedy part of town, but it's not as uh, luxe as some of the areas that you've been in, particularly the ones that are closer to the castle. Um, However, Puff's Wish Gamble is a beautiful location. Paint is good, nothing's chipping, um, and the door is right in front of you. Well... Jack's kind of scratching his head. So, do we buy a wish, or do, are, are, are we getting raffle tickets for a wish? I the word I have some questions. The word gamble is in the name. I'm trying not to think about that particular aspect right now. Yeah. Okay. Would you like to head inside? Yep. Hello there, teenagers. 
I'd like to make just a quick apology for the gap between episodes. Um, I, the GM, and also editor, have been getting my master's degree, so I've been a little held up. Hopefully, we won't have to do that again. My master's program should end this month, but if anything does happen, we'll let you know. Other than that, we do have a Patreon account. Um, we'll give you more info at the end. That is also behind because of my master's program, so please feel no pressure to jump on that, but I did want to let you know it's there. If you want to reach out to us, we have a Twitter account that is at capital T, capital G, capital I, capital A podcast. Thank you so much, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the show. All right. Uh, so you all head inside. You see shelves upon shelves that have these little orbs on them. Um, the lowest shelves have the lowest prices at the aforementioned 25 gold each, with the prices increasing as your eye travels up the shelves. Um, there are only five orbs on the top shelf, priced at 250,000 gold each. Um, while most of the orbs seem to have something kind of swirling and swishing in them, the orbs at the top shelf do not. Um, Puff, who owns this place, has light blue hair and lighter blue eyes that stand out against her terracotta skin. She is at the counter and she says, Well, hello! I haven't seen any of you at my shop before. Hi, nice to meet you. Yeah, we, uh... Um, we're, we're new here. Just came to look around. We don't we don't know what your shop is. Well, I'm glad you decided to stop in. Uh, my shop is full of wishes, and she gestures to the shelves, and she says, "You choose what? <clears throat> excuse me. You choose what pay rate you are able to go at, and then you." get to choose from this lovely little bowl of marbles to see which of the wishes becomes yours. DM speak, you're going to roll D100, and if it's over 50, divide it by 2, roll round down. Or, if you'd like to add a little bit more fun, you can choose one of the raffle ticket options. The raffle ticket options can possibly get you a wish from one of four shelves. And then once we determine what shelf you are on, you then still choose a marble. Jack's kind of drumming his fingers and trying to think. Or, of how... course, if you're a big spender and she gestures to the top shelf where the five um, orbs that don't have any swirling motion in them are, you can pay 250,000 gold pieces for an empty wish and I can help you customize it to your needs. That's very kind of you, but... Do we look like folks that have 250,000 gold? Quite honestly, your dress is... Actually, what are you guys wearing? <laughs> um, Good question. That's a great um, question. Have we been given extra clothes, or are we just rolling with what we got from... Um, You probably you know, would have been given additional clothes by the royal family. Yeah, they're not... They're not scream at you fancy, but they are extraordinarily well made, so to a common person, they might be considered fancy. See, in that case, Ark wouldn't have said that. <laughs> it depends on what you're wearing. If you're wearing the stuff that you were wearing at your high school, then maybe it's no, still close. I think I we think changed, didn't we? Yeah, I think we shifted over to whatever clothes we have been given. Yep. I know Eden has new shoes 
and yep. has a skirt on over her pants so that she can move but fit in. Absolutely. Yes. Right. Um, yes, but we've gone through a few different days now, so I didn't want to assume what you were wearing. Yeah, I right. think tra- traveling gear, um, probably. Although, uh, in in that case, um, no, I'm I'm gonna leave the snark. I'm gonna leave it. Okay. Uh, she, <laughs> in that case, she just said, "Well, I can tell that you're trying not to make appearances, but your clothing is very finely made." He looks slightly embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> Would you all like me to read off the pricing for you? Shouldn't we figure out if there's any sort of wish we might have that would warrant us wanting some ship options? So the way that- Magic go bags. The way that the wish gamble works is that you don't actually know what's on the shelves. You know that whatever is on a particular shelf should be worth around that much, um, ah. but you don't know what's mm. there. So the shelves go from 25 gold at the bottom to 50 to 100 to 200 to 400 to 800 to 2,000 to 4,000 to 7,000 to 13,000 to 27,000. much more than we have. <laughs> I could keep going. No. I think we're good. The most expensive um. wish you could purchase together would be the 4,000 tier. Um, right. Or you could also look at the raffle ticket options. Because that would mean that we w- might be able to get something that's technically worth more than what we have, right? Correct. Um, so for right. the raffle ticket options, you buy a ticket that gives you access to four shelves instead of just one shelf. So you have a 50-50 chance of getting something below the value of the ticket or above the value of the ticket. How much are the raffle tickets? For the 25 to 200 gold pizza shelf, that's 75 per ticket. Um, and then for the 400 to 4,000 uh, shelves, that's 1,000 per ticket. And those are the ones you can afford right now. Right. Um, Arc feels like gambling. <laughs> gamble, gamble, gamble. Oh, good. Uh, he's, oh, good, because Jack sure hates it. Yeah, Jack, <laughs> Jack is paralyzed, and Ark's just like... I'll I'll buy a raffle ticket for seventy five. Just the one? Yeah. I'll buy one. Okay. And she hands each of you a ticket. Um and basically she she instructs you to tear the ticket in half and then that ticket will reveal your result. But I'm making you roll because I don't have magic. What do I roll? Roll well, what the fuck, Ryan? I know. <laughs> Um, so roll 1d4. We'll start with Ark, just to make this easy on me. Three. Okay. Uh, so you rolled something from the 100 gold pieces shelf. Yeah. So good job. Now roll d100. And if it's under, if it's 50 or under, just tell me what you got. If it is, um, above 50, divide by two and round down. I'm rounding down. Round down, yes. 29. 29. Uh, so she pulls the wish down off the shelf for you and hands it to you. It's just a glass orb. And she says, now either I can tell you what is in the wish for half the price of the wish, or you can break it open and find out. Are all wishes in here good wishes? Hmm. Or are they dangerous in any way? 
There's always a bit of danger to gambling, wouldn't you say? <laughs> and he, he looks at her and he smirks and he goes, in that case, is there a specific place you would like me to break this? Oh, anywhere is fine. The glass dissipates after you break it. He throws it into the corner. <laughs> okay, so you throw it into the corner. The glass shatters. Oh, away from away from them. But yes. he very much is just like, I'm breaking this thing. The glass shatters. The wispy swirlies inside kind of lift up a vial and then gently deposits it in the corner that you threw the glass orb in. The uh, wisps and the glass then dissipate and you see a potion vial in the corner. He goes and picks up his potion. Congratulations, you have a potion of animal friendship. Yes! <laughs> oh my oh god. My yes! god. <laughs> yes. When you drink this potion, you can cast the animal friendship spell uh, with a save of 13 uh, for one hour at will. Agitating this muddy liquid brings little bits into view. A fish scale, a hummingbird tongue, a cat claw, or a squirrel hair. He's just like so, uh, saving that for a rainy day. Arc, how's Ark handling this? Is he <laughs> okay? So here's the jumping up and down for joy, no. or is he? Although he, he just chill. He does go over or... and he he looks at. I I assume it has a label. Yes, it has a label. And he's just like, and he kind of uh, he's clearly excited um, because he sort of. Uh, how do you even describe that where you like you press your tongue into the one side of your mouth um like you're impressed almost and he uh sort of jiggles it in his hand uh and is just grinning and just goes potion of animal friendship and then he tucks it into his jacket looking very pleased with himself that's a good first pull miss would you like to trip your ticket yeah Okay, so I roll 1d4 roll. for me. One. <laughs> okay. Um, and then roll a d100, and if it's above 50, um, then divide in a half round down. 16. 16, okay. Uh, so she gets you the orb off of the bottom shelf, and she hands it over to you with a smile. Eden takes it. All right. Do you want to bust that puppy open or do you want to wait? I'm going a, I'm to a bust that puppy open. Okay. So you bust that puppy open and you, after the wispies and uh, glass dissipate, find a small bag of fried cheese curds. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Sam, look! Uh, are, are those cheese curds? Sam, we have more snacks! <laughs> Oh, well, you're definitely eating those later. Eden, you're so cute. Sam, don't yeah. tell, but you and I are going to have a cheese curd party. Ooh. Okay. You're so cute. Does anybody else want to buy a ticket from the one place in town that sells magical items? Oh, fuck. Fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fine. I was going to stay out of this hooliganness, but sure. I mean, you also don't have to buy a ticket, right? You can also... Just this pick. is true. You, you can, can also pick a pick pay a, level. You can pick a pay level. Um, so the tickets are 75 gold each. But if you would like to pick a pay level, the highest pay level you can afford right now is 800 gold. Um, beneath that is 400, then 200, then 100, then 50, then 25. You know... I mean, this is our... Sorry, um, I was just going to say, you know that with the... Um, 
the ticket that Ark won in the 100 gold level was a potion of animal friendship. And the ticket that Eden got on the 25 gold level was a bag of fried cheese curds. <laughs> uh, boat boy feeling a little reckless. Sure. I'll, I'll get a ticket. Okay. So one ticket for you? Yeah. All right. They are 75 each, so you can each afford multiple if you want. Danger, Will Robinson. Fuck it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get okay. two. Okay. You get two tickets. Let's just do it. All right. Yeah. So roll that d4 for me. <sighs> Ark's just like, Good. I admit it's really fun to break those. <laughs> All right. So now do your d100. Just the... Do you want me to roll a 10 with it, too, or just the 100? Uh, so you get both... Percentile? Percentile, or? yes. And okay. if it's... Okay, just, just yeah. making sure. If it's 50 and below, then just give me the number. 51 and above, divide by 2, ground down. Uh, 30? 30, okay. Uh, you get a potion of growth. Oh, shoot, I was supposed to make... You would have broken it, right? What? Uh, yeah, I had a, I had a thing for it. Okay, what do you but... do? Tell me the thing. I messed up. Uh, Sam's gonna take it and just smash it between his hands. Dang, okay. You do that. <laughs> That's not attractive like or ball. anything. Not... That's not... Damn it. You get a potion of growth. <laughs> when you drink this potion, okay. you ga gain the enlarge effect of the enlarge reduced spell for 1d4 hours, no concentration required. Uh, the red in this potion's liquid continuously expands from a tiny bead to color the clear liquid around it, and then it contracts. Can you give me the name of that one more time? Potion of Growth. So you can use the enlarge spell for 1d4 hours, no concentration. Okay. Does that mean he gets even bigger? Yes. <laughs> or whoever drinks the potion gets even yeah. bigger. Oh, I know what I said. Don't you worry. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Okay, and he's going to do the same thing with the second one. Okay, so roll that 1d4 for me. Four. Nice. And then the percentile. Okay, it's going to be 36. 36. Potion of Boat Boy. <laughs> you become more Boat Boy. <laughs> if you become Boat Boy for five hours or more, please seek a doctor. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ooh, Sam. horrifying. Ooh, Sam. What did what? Sam get? What I get? So you smash it between your hands again? Oh, fuck. Yeah? Okay, so you smash it between your hands, and before you can fully pull your hands apart from each other, a sword hilt appears in your dominant hand. Yes! <laughs> I got a sword? The tag says that this is the Sunblade. Are you ready? Sam! Um, um, I, hold on. Do-do-do-do! Is this an actual magical item in, like, the book, or? I'm not sure, because I went to the internet a lot. All right. I'll write as much of the stats down as I can. Okay. Uh, the Sunblade. This item appears to be a longsword hilt. While grasping the hilt, you can use a bonus action to cause the blade of pure radiance to spring into existence or make the blade disappear. While the blade exists, this magic longsword has the finesse property. If you are proficient with short swords or longswords, you are proficient with the Sunblade. 
you gain plus two bonus to attacks and to damage rolls with this weapon, which deals radiant damage instead of slashing damage. I, I, wow, Sam, you got way more scary, buddy. That's badass! I tried to give y'all some good options in here. Okay. Ark is These like... Ark is like, he like has his, the, the one hand on Sam's shoulder and is like tapping it out of excitement. Like, that's so cool! <laughs> so it deals radiant damage instead of slashing damage. And when you hit an undead creature with it, the target takes an extra 1d8 radiant damage. Shit, I might have to buy another ticket. Vasaur's luminous blade emits bright light in a 15-foot radius and dim light for an additional 15 feet. The light is sunlight. While the blade persists, you can use an action to expand or reduce its radius of bright light and dim light by 5 feet each to a maximum of 30 feet each for a minimum of 10 feet each. Damn. And this is why gambling is addictive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So those were Sam's two tickets. Is Ark going to buy another ticket? Let's let Jack decide whether he wants to buy a first one. <laughs> Pure pressure. How you doing, Jack? I, that, that is very, that, that, that is a strong argument <laughs> in favor of gambling. <laughs> How much was that shelf worth? This shelf is 200 gold pieces each. I mean, well, because they're... Hmm. If I'm recalling the pamphlet correctly, there are different levels of ticket available. Right. Correct. So the $75 tickets um, are for the 25 to 200 gold piece range. Did I just say $75? Whatever. Yep. The 75 Close gold enough. ticket... I got a golden ticket. Hey, Jack, if you get cheese curds, you can join in our cheese curd party. Cheese curd party. <laughs> I mean, as delightful as that sounds, I, I do have a particular goal in mind. So call me silly. I'm going I'm to split my odds, as it were. Now, you said that wishes could just be purchased outright. Is that correct? If you would like an empty wish to be custom made for you, that's the 250,000 gold pieces shelf. No, no, no. I mean, obviously we can't afford that. Otherwise, I wouldn't be sitting here losing my little mind. No, but like... <laughs> she, she does not laugh, but she gets really close. I couldn't help myself. I love you, Jack. <laughs> but you there, can choose there was the a... value of the wish you would like. The, the four, I was thinking something from, like, the 400 gold shelf. Absolutely. Uh, so if you give her the 400 gold, go ahead and roll percentile. Y'all are terrible enablers. <laughs> I yeah. just want that to be known. Y'all are terrible, terrible enablers. Love you, Jack. I'm a bad influence. Uh, 16. 16. And to make this easier on me, I just made that entire row yellow. Ooh. Cheese curd, cheese curd. <laughs> you get the rod of alertness. Oh, Lord. Don't make jokes. Don't make jokes. Roll for boner. <laughs> yes! Okay. Hold on, hold on. I rolled an 11. You always lose when you roll for boner. <laughs> okay. 
Are you ready, Quilt? <laughs> you two done? Never. I'm going to read this anyway. For the moment? Yes. For the moment? This rod has a flanged head in the following properties. <laughs> God damn it. Alertness. Sorry, I'm surrounded by infants. <laughs> yep. Alertness. You have... Excuse me. Alertness. While holding the rod, you have advantage on wisdom perception checks and on rolls for initiative. Spells. While holding the rod, you can use an action to cast one of the following spells from it. Detect evil and good, detect magic, detect poison and disease, or see invisibility. Protected Damn. aura. As an action, you can plant the haft end of the rod in the ground, whereupon the rod's head sheds bright light in a 60-foot radius and dim light for an additional 60 feet. While in that bright light, you and any creature that is friendly to you gains a plus one bonus to your armor class and saving throws, and can sense the location of any invisible hostile creature that is also within the bright light. The rod's head stops glowing and the effect ends after 10 minutes, or when a creature uses an action to pull the rod from the ground. This property can't be used again until the next dawn. And I kept of... myself from making another inappropriate joke, so you're welcome. <laughs> I am so proud of you. You have no idea. I just muted my mic. <laughs> <laughs> Allie, that's, I love that's you. What I did. I love you so much. Jack, what else would you like to do? Shit, I still uh, forgot to Jack. ask you if you broke it open or not. <laughs> well, obviously you did, because I told you what it was. Right? And, like, Jack hesitate, like, holds it up, hesitates, but then just throws and smashes it down at his feet. Because, like, Jack. he knows that it's okay to smash it, but there's still that part of him that's like, but it's glass! But mess! So you smash it down on the ground, and the swirling material swirls up in a straight line until the rod is floating above you. Not above you, like in front of you, but a couple of inches off the ground. And mm -hmm. then it starts to fall, but you have time to catch it. I'm not going to make you roll for it. That's dumb. Okay, and I catch it, and I read off the tag, pausing to allow any party members to snigger. Oh yeah, you know Sam's making Sam's making junk jokes the whole time at you just to mess with you. <sighs> Ark is is smirking and and quietly laughing. It's mostly internal, right. but he's definitely Eden. Eden has covered her mouth and is like making little like <laughs> <laughs> sounds, <laughs> not actively contributing to the jokes, but giggling at them. Yes. I love you all. All right. Um, and then he would like to buy two raffle tickets oh. for 150 GP. Yes, absolutely. So go ahead and roll your first D4. Actually, the D4... I would like to buy another one. Okay, let's let Jack do his two first, and then we'll let you buy another one, Eden. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's one. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll your percentile. 26. 26. You get an egg roll. 
snack time. Snack buddy. Egg roll. Okay. Go ahead and roll and... your d4 again. Yep. May you roll well, high. We'll May see. you roll high. Good juju. Cheese curd. Cheese curd. Cheese curd. <laughs> That's another one. No. Okay, and your percentile. Cheese curd. <laughs> Look, the percentile dice knocked the the d4 dice, and now I get to do math because I rolled a ninety-seven. <laughs> um, forty-six. Hang on. No, I can. No, that's not right. Okay, I was going to be like, I don't know math, but that sounds a little high. Hang on. 40, um, no. 97 divided by 2 is 48. So I was low. 48, okay. Ryan used to do customer care for um, a phone company, and so used to just have mental math all the time, really on lockdown, and I am continuously impressed by that. You get a whoopie pie. <laughs> Yay. Well, at least I have contributed to the snack situation. There you go. Hey, Eden. Yeah. I know you're about to buy another wish. Um, do you, I know you're going to buy a higher one. Do you want another lowball one in the hopes that we get more snacks? <laughs> you could just go get I'm about snacks to buy somewhere. a lowball one because I want more snacks. He's just but this is adventurous. <laughs> but you know, this Sam. <laughs> Sam. What? You didn't know I'm serious. Like, I, th I know. Oh, oh, I know you're serious. And I, I absolutely do think you should. Because we have to have a snack party. And now that Jack has snacks to contribute, we just need Ark to have more snacks too. Right? And then we can have a snack party. So yeah, you, you can. You should definitely do that. <laughs> cool. Okay. I'm going to buy like two okay okay y'all are I'm so really cute okay, thanks cool. <laughs> okay eden was first in line so eden what are you doing yeah 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 i'm gonna buy a higher one okay <laughs> what level do you want do you need me to read them out to you again no go for let's let's go for 400 like like jack did okay roll me your percentile 71 okay divide that by two that i can't do in my head no 35 Thank you. Alrighty. Uh, Manual of Bodily Health. This book contains... God damn it! Do you, you smash the thing? <laughs> no. She hands it to Charlotte because Charlotte needs to get in on this. Oh. Charlotte chucks it as hard as she can at the wall. <laughs> Charlotte's having a door. good time. <laughs> uh, and it explodes into glass everywhere. But thankfully it starts to dissipate before it hits any of you. And then there's a book that falls to the ground. With a thump. This is the Manual of Bodily Health. This book contains health and diet tips, and its words are charged with magic. <laughs> if you spend 48 hours over a period of six days or fewer studying the book's contents and practicing its guidelines, your constitution score increases by two. Dang. As does your maximum for that score. Dang. The manual then loses nice. its magic but regains it in a century. A century. Oh, oh wow. well. So, you know, if we ever need anybody cool. to beef up their constitution. So she'll put that in her tote. Eden's thing and Jack's thing both came from the 400 tier, but the badass sword came from the 200 tier, right? Correct. Ark's going to go for a 300 level. There is not a 300. What? That's extremely rude. You can do 
25, 50, 100, 200, or 400. Or above that is the 800. But uh, definitely not. Yeah. How much did we say uh, a gold piece um, approximately uh, in dollars equated to? Search GP in the general chat. It's in there. $30. 30 35 Not that Ark knows this. No. But he's like, okay. <laughs> in his brain, he's like, magic item, motorcycle back home. Magic item, motorcycle back home. <laughs> Weighing these in his mind. $35.66. I don't know if this will help you at all, Mads. Mm. And Ark still probably wouldn't know this, but... <laughs> but Eden would just get him a motorcycle. Yeah. And or <laughs> oh would be like, God. I have work you can do and I'll just pay you real good. <laughs> She's so sweet. I love her so much. Um, Yeah, I think honestly the, the temptation of possibly getting a very cool magic item is too much for, for this kid. So he's just like... Okay, fine. <laughs> and slaps 400 gold on the table. Okay, so you're doing the 400. Damn. Roll your percentile for me. Yeah, 36. 36. Okay. And when he gets his orb, <laughs> he's like, Orb! What? Herb. Orb! Herb. He's, he kind of like looks at it and, and thinks to himself, do I want to do this? Yes, I do. Um, I don't know if any of you have played Bloodborne. <laughs> there's this thing where um, there's a certain class of item that grants you um, either insight or blood echoes. And essentially the, the, your character like takes it and crushes it like right near their forehead because it's something that you just absorb. I need you to roll dexterity. <laughs> Hold on, what's my dex modifier? <laughs> oh, good. Okay, hold on. Okay, well, sucks to suck, because I, I have very good dex and I'm proficient, so 22. Okay, um, you do this, and then you have this sudden sense of impending doom and step two steps to the right. <laughs> because oh, no. the swirling happens above your head and then solidifies into four horseshoes that thunk, 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 thunk. On the ground. Oh no! Thunk. Excuse I think I me. A thunk. He just he, he moves and he's like, "What?" So when you look at the horseshoes and you see the tag, uh, squats like, "What the hell?" These are the horseshoes of a zephyr. Ooh. These iron horseshoes come in a set of four. While all four shoes are affixed to the hooves of a horse or similar creature, they allow the creature to move normally while floating four inches above the ground. This effect means that the creature can cross or stand above non-solid or unstable surfaces, such as water or lava. The creature leaves no tracks and ignores difficult terrain. In addition, that creature can move at a normal speed for up to 12 hours a day without suffering exhaustion from a forced march. Cool. So yes, you get horseshoes, which is why I made you roll for smashing it on your head. <laughs> He didn't smash it on his head. He crushed it near his head. There's a difference. Still. He didn't smash it on his forehead, okay? Sam, were you wanting something else? Uh, you know what? Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's <laughs> do this. Because oh you're boy. giving the, the boat boy who's been obsessed with D&D &D for almost all his life 
magical items. And he's like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. 10 out of 10. Into it. Yes, please. Um, uh, I was going to be goofy and go with the lowball ones, but I think I am going to go for a 400. Okay, give me that percentile roll. Uh, 25. 25. And what do you do? Do you smash it or do you not smash it? Uh, I think he's gonna do what he did with the other ones. Smash it oh, between no, your hands. Oh, no, I don't like... Yeah. Okay. Oh, smile. <laughs> Oof, you what did gain I just do? a monkey's feet and tail proportionate to your size. You gain plus two on all checks <laughs> that involve climbing. You also gain the ability to hold a light weapon in your tail and use it as a bonus action. This lasts for two I'm weeks. A the effect cannot be removed except by a skilled spellcaster. So this effect lasts for two weeks. Okay, not gonna lie, Eden is straight up jealous. <laughs> um, this is this is out of character and in character. Sam is grabbing his tail and touching his ears, and he's like, "What the hell?" His happened? ears are the same. You have oh, his ears are the same. Okay. Eden is gonna jump on him. So you're like, probably uncomfortable what? in your shoes right now because you have an extra digit. You have like a, you have a thumb on your foot. <laughs> yeah, he gonna take his shoes off and apologize. I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry. I have to take these off. But the tag that floats from the orb does specifically say that this is for two weeks. <laughs> okay. Ark, shut up. <laughs> No, no, I'm la- Okay, no, he's laughing. <laughs> he's laughing. Come I'm, on. So, I'm sorry. Um, How much control do I have of my tail? You, you can hold a weapon in it. Yeah, you can use a lot of reasonable it. control oh. of your tail. You can hold a weapon in it and attack with it as a bonus action. I'm gonna give Ark a little a whack in the arm. Hey! <laughs> sorry. Um. Eden is like following his tail around, like, that's not fair. And then she's gonna beckon, like, Charlotte, look! Charlotte is already, like, messing with his feet. And, like, holding Charlotte. his foot up to compare to her feet. Charlotte! Stop it! My feet are ticklish! No! No, 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 no! <laughs> Charlotte is now distracted by your tail. I'll give you a pass. Now I'm monkey boat boy. She hooks her tail with yours. Aww. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Would anyone else like to purchase see Turning fates into the sea. <laughs> turning through sick all of us. <laughs> Sam is done buying things. <laughs> <laughs> he done. Okay, but by is, a ghost but holy is he shit. tail? Is he an, enough of a nerd to... God, and Sun I Gohan? Sun Gohan? Disclaimer. Disclaimer. I've never seen the animes. To be like Kamehameha. <laughs> Quill, he's so much of a nerd internally. He's like, holy fucking shit, I'm a Super Saiyan. Okay, <laughs> just, I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, let's think about this. Yeah, I love no, this. He, he's secretly really into this, but outwardly, like, my pants. I don't think your tail <laughs> rips your pants. I think it's this just like pants. sticking uncomfortably out the top of your pants. <laughs> okay. You will need to cut a hole in your scissors. pants to be comfortable. You, God damn it. You can. I have scissors. You can hold your in new sword with your tail. The long sword might be a little heavy for Parker. it. 
What? It has the finesse trait. It has the finesse trait, I will point out. Okay, you know what? That's fair. That's fair. If it's a finesse weapon, you can hold it in your tail. Cool. Well, I'm gonna I'm do that, <laughs> I guess. Eden is gonna slowly pull scissors out of her bag. <laughs> are you gonna cut my tail off? What are you doing? No, do you want me to cut a hole in your pants? Oh, okay. You know, we are in the kingdom of the animal folk. I'm sure that the tailors could, uh, you know, help with that. What would you like to do, Sam? Um, well, this is really uncomfortable. So, Sam being Hole Sam is. and being just comfortable in his own body is just going to take off his pants. <laughs> oh, okay. He, he has, like, boxers on. So okay, but then like, where... Okay. That doesn't change the fact that there's... I know. coming out of the I boxers. I know. I just don't want you to cut my pants. You can cut okay, my but now, Okay, but now the tail is probably pushing the back down, and now your butt's showing. Pretty much. They cut the hole! In your underwear? Yes, I'd rather you cut the hole of my underwear than my pants. Jock is standing off to one side just doing this. And Eden is covering like, his for eyes. For some reason, not shy at all. <laughs> Ark has turned red because of the fact that Sam just whipped his pants off in the middle of an establishment, but is also laughing. He can't help it. Ark, you're going to get what's coming to your buddy. <laughs> okay, so she snips it. Just like a, enough for the for the tail, and she's like, "Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna thread your tail through the hole now, okay? Mm. That means I'm gonna touch you. Mm, okay. Okay. <laughs> it does that. Here you go. Thank you. <laughs> Ryan, you're so pleased with yourself right now. <laughs> Then she pats him on the shoulder like, okay, we're good. I really okay. didn't know if you were going to win on any of the animal ones during the first time you went into this place, but I'm happy it turned out to be the monkey one. Yep. Monkey boy. Monkey boat. <laughs> monkey boat. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm done. I'll get snacks somewhere else. Does anybody else want something from in we, here? We did say we were going to go to the bakery. Because I want a weapon. Okay. Eden, what's well, got a weapon-ish oh. thing? Not arc, but... Not arc. I mean, I could hit someone with these, I'm sure. <laughs> he just chucks them at people. Anyway. <laughs> um, is there a 100 gold tier? Yes. So it goes oh, from we'll do... 25, 50, 100, 200, 400, 800. Okay, I'll do 100. Okay. Roll your percentile. While Eden is purchasing her... Uh, her... Uh, next item. Um, Ark just says quietly to Sam, sorry. 35. Pop's having a great day at work. Yeah, I bet. 35. Alright, Eden, do you smash it? Hands it to Charlotte. Charlotte chucks it on the wall. Um, and out come winged boots. <gasps> <gasps> Shit. While you wear these boots, you have a flying <laughs> speed equal to your walking speed. You what? You the boots to fly up to four hours, all at once or in several shorter flights, each one using a minimum of one minute of the duration. Eden, you and Charlotte can fly together! Aww. That's cool. Um, Eden is, like, doing that silent scream motion again. Yes! If you are flying when the duration expires, you descend at a rate of 30 feet per round until you land. 
the boots regain two hours of flying capability for every 12 hours they aren't in use. Can I wear them, like, just around normally? Yes. <laughs> yes, you just choose whether or not you're flying. What color are they? Uh, hmm. We'll say they're silver. Badass. <gasps> Do they have little wingies on them? Yes. Yes! <laughs> Those are badass. She might, like, immediately sit down to put them on. I wouldn't blame her in the least. Yeah. Ark puts his hand out, like, give me your other boots. Like, <laughs> just, <laughs> like I'll hold those. <laughs> I mean, I have an extra limb. I can hold them. <laughs> <laughs> well, she has a tote. She has a tote. Oh, yeah, she has a That's tote. That's true. Yes. He's just very excited. Can okay, is, there, is there a possibility at some point that rather than buy a bag of holding, someone can enchant her tote to be the bag of holding? That's an interesting question. For a lot of GP. No one in town can do that for you. Conceptually, though, that is an amazing idea. Because that tote is like, it's the tote. Absolutely. Yes. She's going to hug Charlotte and be like, Charlotte, I'm going to be able to take you on the coolest walks ever. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone else want to buy more wishes, or do you think? No, I'm done. Personally, I need to get out of here. Excitement for the day. Mm. I'm done and very satisfied. I'm done. Good. <laughs> I hope to see you again sometime. Thank you so much for coming in. Thanks, Puff. You got Glad it. Pleasure doing business with you, ma'am. Thank you, Puff. Absolute honor. Sam. Hi. Today is the sixth day of Tarsak, mm. which means that you will have your tail and feet until the third, sixth day, or the 26th of Tarsak. The 26th? Yes. I found a Forgotten Realms calendar. Can you tell? Nice. <clears throat> Sam and Eden, why don't you roll insight for me? Sam, you get advantage. Oh, that's good, because I rolled a one. Okay, roll again. <laughs> I rolled two ones. Too, oh, no. too upset by monkey tail. Eden, what do you get for inside? Tail. Eleven. Nah, I'll give it to you. You all forgot about Sam's birthday. What? Oh. Um, let me just say, yeah. me, me, outside player, did not forget. <laughs> His birthday is in October, which is technically the time back home. Yeah, if time so is I flowing guess... the same here if it, as it is at home, then Sam's birthday was a few days ago. So Eden starts shrieking. <laughs> <laughs> they get outside and Eden just starts. <laughs> That's beautiful. Eden, are you okay? And she's going to whirl on him and ah. just grab him by the shoulders. Mm, what is Sam! That? Yeah? Happy birthday! Eden. And then she's just gonna like hug him. Oh, Sam, I'm so sorry. We're late. No, it's okay. I, Sam, I, I was gonna throw oh, you a big I, party. Oh, thank you. Uh, Keelan and my sister usually do that, so I don't. We're gonna don't have really celebrate a slumber it. party. Oh, okay. Um, thanks, Eden. He's gonna. And hug now her she's back sad. And and his... Now she's sad. Oh, why? He's gonna hug her back and pat her on the head with his tail. But she's gonna be like, but I. 
can't believe I'm late. To be fair. Do you see where we are? Like, that is not an excuse. You are my boys. Uh, we are in a whole other world. It's okay that you missed it, and I didn't even tell you. I know things. <laughs> you drink and you know things. <laughs> Not in character. <laughs> Not in character. Well, if you want, we could still have that cheese curd party. Yay! Right? Sam, you I love you. I, I love you too. You're you're just so good. And I love all my boys. Now she's done. We love you too, Eden. We love you too, Eden. Let's uh, uh, go sorry, to that bakery, that. huh? Let's try that one more time. We love you too, Eden. We love you too, Eden. All right, do you guys want to hit up that bakery? Yes. Do we need to do a scene in the bakery? I mean, I'm going to buy cakes and cookies and stuff from her. And you do the thing. Yeah. Okay, while, while Sam is occupied ordering the baked goods that he desires because he is very good and wants mm -hmm. to buy cakes for the royals, uh, he Ark just leans over to Eden and is like, so we do, we are staying on the same level as the kitchen. We could always talk to the Minotaur about making a cake. Operation Sam Cake is a go. All right. <laughs> okay. Is there anything else you all need to do before you return to the castle? No. Um, Eden wants to. She's might separate and go back into the wood shop to find Sam a present. Yes. Um. So cute. Let's see. Eden. Yeah. While you are on your way to the woodcarvers. Woodcarver! Woodcarver! Sorry, um, I had to. You see a cobbler shop with a sign that boasts shoes for all feet. <laughs> Beelines. Monkey feet. <laughs> okay. Fucking monkey feet. So there are shoes on the wall that appear to come in all kinds of shapes. Some of them would suit tabaxis, uh, with little holes left open to allow extended claws when needed. Um, I'm going to keep going. While others uh, might suit the broad feet of a loxodon. Uh, there are even offerings for Kenku and Aarakocra customers. Uh, the turtle there is shining their shell to per perfection and wears a simple necklace of river pearls. Uh, they hum pleasantly when you enter, but... Uh, da -da -da -da. Oh, I'm sorry. I misread my own thing. Core uh, has a shell that they have already shown to perfection. Um, they're humming pleasantly when you enter, but they are intented, intently hammering together a shoe heel. Um, only when they're finished with the heel do they look up and say, Hello, how can I help you? Hello, um, I have a friend who recently became in need of some shoes that would be fitting of a primate. A particular kind of primate? Charlotte helpfully holds out her feet. Yes. <laughs> yes. But bigger. 
Ah, you've been to Puffs. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Here. And he gets out a um, wooden board that basically has different foot sizes on it um, and moves the piece. Basically, it has pieces inside this board that he can pull out and then file behind until he finds the the foot shape he wants. And so when he gets to the monkey feet shape, he hands the board over for you to be able to choose the proper size. And I'm just going to say that you can figure that out on your own. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure is uh, Sam still holding on to his old shoes or did she scoop them up into her tote? Uh, That's a good question. You know, I don't actually know. Would she have done that? Yep. Okay, you have shoes in your tote. You have two pairs of shoes, yours and his. Yes. So she'll be, like, pulling them out to look at them. Okay. <laughs> like, this size right here. So between comparing the shoes and the sizes on the board, you're able to come up with an approximation of what Sam's foot size is. And he kind of hums again. They. Dang it. And they kind of hum again. And they go to their shelves and stop moving computer. And they go to their shelves and pull down a pair of shoes. Um, the shoes are designed to uh, cover the base of his foot and then go between his toes. Each individual uh, digit of the toe, or I guess knuckle of the toe. The parts that are not the knuckles, the pads, um, can be strapped into a leather um, container. It's, it's five fingers, but fantasy. And for monkeys, that part's important. It's, yes. It's articulated. Um, so they they can do that. And then if Sam, for some reason, did not want the protection for his foot fingers, then he could unbuckle them and just have the protective pad on the bottom of his feet. Um, but he pulls this pair off of the wall for you and hands them over and says, will this suit for you? They are a deep brown color. Yes, those would suit very well. Um, how much are they? Because they are pre-made, those are 50 gold pieces. And um, do you happen to have a size for my baby here? They light up. And they go back to their wall, and they look around, and they come back with a bright pink pair of shoes that matches the toes. <laughs> Eden is delighted. It's adorable. Now, these are much smaller, of course. Uh, they do take quite a bit of care to make, but because of the reduction in materials, these are only 25. Um, I will take both pairs, please. Excellent. They. He gets those boxed up for you and hands you your boxes of two shoes. Thank you. Of course. Please come by again. Of course. Oh, and by the way, your shell is just beautiful. Thank you. They're so happy. Made their whole day. <laughs> Are you and then still she... going to the wood carver? Yes. Okay. Goodness. Eden has no chill. <laughs> <laughs> she really doesn't. Damn. I love her so much. I did not mean for most of this episode to be shopping, but I'm here for it. Well, Sorry. Right? No, no. Like I said, I'm here for it. Um, so you go to the wood carver. Is there something in particular you're looking for? I'm a thinking. I'm thinking like a, a little pendant 
of a sword and shield. Okay. I think I said the pendants were 10 last time. That sounds right. Mm -hmm. 5 to 10 GP. Okay, yes. Um, so we'll go with 7. Um, so you find a pendant look that looks similar to what you're thinking for about 7 gold pieces. Um, Ortic is in the corner and he <laughs> looks a little concerned seeing as the last time you were here one of your friends burst into tears. But he's trying not to be nosy. Do they have, um, like, would they have cookies or monkeys? <laughs> like carved pendants of cookies or monkeys? Yeah. Um, we'll say the monkey one is ten gold pieces. Um, as far as cookies, you don't see one of cookies. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm gonna do both the pet, the sword and shield <laughs> and, and the monkey. Okay, so that will be 17 total. All right. Is there anything oh else God. we need to do? No, 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 I'm done. No, I'm done. Okay. You sure? Yeah. Are you ready for Super Idols RPG? Super Idols. A rotating cast of today's hottest up-and-coming tabletop players in one all-new power-packed podcast. Super Idols. Move into a new dimension with the year's biggest pop music-themed, Magical Girl-inspired Masks campaign. Super Idols. Now you can have all your favorite nerdy roleplay in a funny, sincere, diverse, character-driven package. Super Idols. Meet soon-to-be chart-topping idols like Violence Violet, Bane Raven, Symphoria, Elementum, Queen Bee, Warcry, and Karen. Karen. Super Idols RPG. The internet's premier narrative play podcast about superpowered teen idols. Call the number on your screen now to order Super Idols RPG on CD or cassette, or stream it wherever podcasts are sold. Must be 13 years or older to listen, because we do sometimes say Please do not actually try to order a CD or cassette from us, that's just part of the parody. Please send a self-addressed stamped envelope to yourself, because you deserve something nice in the mail today. And seriously, come listen to Super Idols RPG. It's pretty cool, and it's a fun show, and we think you'll like it. Visit superidolsrpg.castos.com for more details. So you all grew back up. by the bakery. I was going to say, like, Sam. Sam's ordering food and, like, gets everything squared around. He turns around and Eden is just gone. She's not gone for very long. And Ark's like, back. shrug. Um, I know so nothing. So you all group up together again. Sam has finished his purchases. Eden has... A couple of boxes. Um, I'm assuming that you just put the pendants in like an inner pocket of your tote. Like one of those little flappy pockets. Yes. So you see Eden has two boxes. Would it be okay if we um we found a bench real quick? Uh, I don't I don't see sure. like you go find a bench. She sits Charlotte down to put to, and then hands Sam the bigger box. And then op starts opening the other box to put on Charlotte. Roll animal handling for me. I don't know how she's going to deal with things on her feet. <laughs> Charlotte. Natural 20. She does it for you. She'll get used to it. <laughs> she will. Um, she does walk a little funny for a while. Um, Adorable. She <laughs> resorts to walking on her hands as much as she can. Nice. <laughs> She'll get used to it. She will. But but at first, she's going to try to avoid them. Sam, you open this box and find a yeah. dark Does he open brown... the box? <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I opened that box. Dark brown pair of shoes that are similar to Charlotte's. He he blushes and gets a big old goofy smile on his face. Eden, you didn't have to do this. But we're gonna be doing things, and if you're gonna be having appendages you weren't prepared for for two weeks, you're gonna need to make sure that you're comfortable. He's just he's not gonna say anything else. He's just gonna give her a huge hug and pat her head with his tail, because that's his <laughs> that's life his now. thing now. That's his life, yeah. This is me now. She just grins. She just grins because she loves her boys. And I will put the shoes on my feet. Um, Excellent. These things are freaking cool. Oh my god, I can move. I like these monkey toes. <laughs> <laughs> He's warming up to the idea of being monkey boy now. I think we can head back up to the castle. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So you all head back to the castle, goods in hand, and you get there at the same time that Prince Hiroshi uh, is actually exiting the castle. He's like, oh good, I was about to send for you. Are you ready to go? Ark glances at Eden. I mean, let us grab, let, grab our packs and then we can meet you back out here. Excellent. Um, Eden is going to sidle over to Ark and be like, Operation Sam Cake is on hold. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, before they all head in, Sam's going to hand the, the prince one of the cakes he has and just say, like, I, I meant to give you guys these earlier, but it's from this cute little bakery. I'm sure you know where it is. But here you go. Thanks for having us. Thank you. And he looks extremely touched. Even though you spent city gold to get it for him, he looks extremely touched. I thought I bought this one with my own money. Oh, you... Well, Smackers knew that you were using royalty money, so unless you really pressed her about it, she would have just added it to the bill. Damn it, Smackers! <laughs> Smackers. Fine. Well, I'm gonna go give the other ones their treats, too, before leaving. Okay. Mm. Everyone appreciates the treats very much. You are endearing yourself to them. It's very cute. Yokio gives you a big hug. Tail, 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 tail. <laughs> Is Sam's monkey tail wagging? Adorable! Okay, so Sam gives his treats away, and you all get your stuff. Is there anything you would like to do in the castle before you leave? Final opportunity for safe Thank point. them. Thank them profusely for their hospitality. Yes. I mean... Naturally, we are guests in their beautiful home, but, I mean, we're gonna be back at the same time unless we just, you know, wrap, wrap everything up and bippity-bop back home. I Did you just? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we, we are assuming that we will be uh, in contact at the least because Hesty is looking into the spell for us, but... Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so you say your thank yous and your goodbyes, and you meet Hiroshi outside. Mm -hmm. And he asks you all to hold hands. Hand holding. Boop, boop, boop. Woo. And Got then two hands. <laughs> and then he would grasp the hand of the person who's closest to him. I'll say it's Ark. Give yep. me your hand. Oh, oh, I'm doing this in real life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> for this podcast. 
Hey, you're Hand here. Power. Uh, so once everybody's holding hands, he says, take a deep breath in. And then you see shimmering light. It's, forgive the uh, reference, but it's almost like when the kid is being transferred through TV in Willy Wonka. Elliot. You don't actually hold your breath. Let your breath out. I can see you gesturing. I could see you gesturing. I could I could just tell. I, I love you very much. Don't don't faint. It has that effect. And then just before you can release that breath, you are in a completely different place. Quill. What? You bugger. Were you you missed one. Are you really quill? Of course they were. Uh. I love you. <laughs> Thanks for being such a good distraction. <laughs> so you are in a completely different place. Um, it is a bit of a forested area around you. Not super uh, super heavy on the vegetation, kind of sparse. Um, there is a road beside you. And he says, wait right here. I'll be back. And he slips away. And when he slips back, there is a carriage attached to two horses for you. I hope one of you knows how to uh, steer these lovely ladies along, he says, as he tap pats one of the horses. Oh, we got somebody who's got a potion of animal friendship at worst, but I'm sure we can muddle along. I'm sure they're well trained enough that you won't need that. There's provisions for you in the carriage. Uh, hopefully this won't take longer than a couple weeks. I guess my only other question is, is there a map? Yes, in the front seat. Fabulous. Are they expecting us? I don't have the ability to send ahead, unfortunately, but in the carriage there is all the paperwork that you will need, including the papers that my brother stole from my eldest brother. Ah. <laughs> uh. Thank you very kindly for getting all this set up for us on such short notice. We had been given um, some kind of badge or marker that we were being hosted by the royal family of the animal kingdom. Do we still have those or do we need to return them? No, you still have those. That's probably for the best. Okay. All right. Uh, he says, you're very welcome. It was really no trouble. I wish I could help you farther along. You've done. You've done so much for us already. Yes. Well, good luck. Uh, you will want to head to the east. And he kind of points in the proper direction down the road. Because if you go west, you're going right back into our kingdom. Um, GM? Yes. Um, may I take this opportunity to tell the others about the elven etiquette that you gave me? Uh, yeah. Um, if you don't have any more questions for Hiroshi, he's going to bounce. Okay. But you can Jack bows, curtsy. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, it's everybody bows to each yep. other. It's very cordial, very good. And Hiroshi bounces. Bye. 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 Cool. So yes, um, Sam, if you would like to give that information, you may. Awesome. Uh, all right, guys. So now that we're here, um, I did learn a little bit. You know, just the obvious, mind your p's and q's, and all that stuff. But there's one thing that's really important here. Especially because we are not elvish. <laughs> um, is when you bow or you curtsy to someone that's higher up than you, say like a nobleman or anything like that, 
you have to make eye contact. You have to. If you don't, it's you being very disrespectful, and it's kind of like picking a fight with someone. So, it's unlike animals, make eye contact. <laughs> Duly noted. All right. Understood. All right. I can make no promises that Charlotte will do the same. Uh, Charlotte's a monkey. That's understandable. I guess, oh wait, hold on, I shouldn't be talking. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I say as if you can hear me. <sighs> Everyone start talking about Quill. I wow, love Quill so Quill much. Quill is such a great friend. They're so fantastic <laughs> and beautiful, and no? I love them so I much. I think so. We're talking shit about you, Quill. Wow, man. Like, I clicked in to the video call, and... Thank you so much for listening. I'm Ryan, your Dungeon Master, and I'll be closing us out. First of all, thank you to Zoe Hovland for writing our theme music. If you're interested in hiring her talented self for any of your future projects, you can find her at facebook.com forward slash Zoe dot Hovland dot composer. That's Zoe, Z-O-E, Hovland, H-O-V-L-A-N-D. There are lots of ways you can keep up with us and the links to our website and all the podcast social media accounts are in our link tree. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash the game is afoot. You can also find us on Patreon. We are at patreon.com forward slash T-G-I-A podcast, all lowercase. Our lowest tier is the kid's sister at just $5 per month, where you can find character journals, player notes, and Patreon exclusive art. If you have suggestions for things you'd like to see on our Patreon, let us know. Our email is thegameisafootpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you soon.